What's up? I'm Alex Clark, and you're listening to the audio version of my show, Politics, powered by Turning Point USA. To fully experience the conservatee, make sure you're following the show at our home base on Instagram, where we post our episodes daily at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Okay, cute servatives, let the games begin. And now I want to sit back and relax and enjoy my evening. When all of a sudden, I hear this agitating, grating voice. You know, I'm going to go ahead and blame President Biden for Lululemon being in their Forever 21 era. I don't know who they fired and hired, but they better fix it and fix it fast because our light jog over to Aloe has now become a sprint. They really said, let's do one for the Zumba teachers. Another round of really solid stories today. Make sure you watch till the very end. Natalie Portman is filming a movie in Baltimore, and after she famously called to defund the police, drug dealers have now taken over the set. There's a new trend in the Me Too movement where consenting of-age adults having sex is now considered grooming, I guess, if someone is rich and famous, because the left loves redefining words every two minutes. I was right all along that Olivia Wilde is the problem on the Don't Worry Darling set. The receipts are so hot, the ink isn't even dry. And get this, Mariah Carey, the diva of all divas, called Meghan Markle a diva. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. This is so juicy, no pull. In 2020, Natalie Portman posted a long statement on Instagram explaining how when she first heard the phrase, defund the police, she was scared. But then she realized that was because of her white privilege. So like any natural Hollywood idiot, she doubled down and encouraged her 8.2 million followers to deprive police departments of taxpayer dollars. This seems insane. Fast forward two years later to today, 2022. Natalie Portman is filming a new show for Apple TV called Lady in the Lake in Baltimore. And the New York Post reported that everyone was forced to suspend filming in Baltimore after local drug dealers threatened to shoot up the set unless they were paid $50,000. The Baltimore Police Department said drug dealers of the area warned producers filming Lady in the Lake that they would come back later this evening and shoot someone if they continued their work on the 200 block of Park Avenue in the Bromo Arts District. I'm sure she regrets it. Is this not just one of the most beautiful examples of poetic justice you've ever seen? You see, Natalie, the police don't run cities like Baltimore anymore. The thugs do. This next story is so much bigger than what it appears to be simply because what's happening with arcade fire frontman Wynn Butler is about to be the catalyst for a whole new weaponization of language against you and I. This is very scary and should be very concerning to you. The now 42-year-old singer has been accused by three women and one chick who now goes by they, them, of sexual misconduct. The events allegedly took place from 2016 to 2020, and at the time of these incidents, the four accusers were between ages 18 to 23, and when Butler was between the ages 36 and 39. Wait, I'm confused. These were consensual affairs with people who were all over 18, but they essentially claim it was inappropriate because he's famous and they aren't. According to people, these women were self-described as then Arcade Fire fans and alleged sexual interactions they've deemed inappropriate due to the age gap, they were all over 18, 
power shift and other contextual reasons. You know what this screams to me? That these women are implying that Wynne picked them out and groomed them for his extramarital affair purposes and that somehow they were not at all clouded by the fact that they were adoring fans who chose to interact willingly with a rock star. You're kidding, right? I am not trying to invalidate anyone's experience, but we live in a culture where men can be accused of sexual misconduct and it's totally false. But it's worth noting that we also live in a world where the left says that the word groomer is an unacceptable word to use if you're describing adults trying to convince children to have their reproductive organs removed. But again, the word groomer is completely acceptable if you're discussing adult men who have sex with adult women. There's no abuse here. These women have decided to capitalize off of the Me Too movement by twisting a consenting normal hookup with a famous singer as sexual assault. The only thing I see inappropriate about these hookups is that they were outside of his marriage. I'd love it if some Arcade Fire fans would comment your take on these allegations. I said from the get-go that something is off with Olivia Wilde and this don't worry darling drama. I said I think Florence Pugh knows something we don't. And then Shia LaBeouf came forward and called Olivia out because she told people he was fired from set for inappropriate behavior, but he said she was lying and that she knows he quit and she begged him to stay. Please. He was supposed to play Florence Pugh's love interest before Harry Styles. Well, tape was released and guess who's telling the truth? Shia LaBeouf. Here's a video Olivia sent to Shia asking him to please not quit the movie while also seeming to disparage Florence. I feel like I'm not ready to give up on this yet and I too am heartbroken and I want to figure this out. And you know, I think this might be a bit of a wake up call for Miss Flo and I wanna know if you're open to giving this a shot with me, with us, if she really commits, if she really puts her, her mind and heart into it at this point, and if you guys can make peace, and I respect your point of view, I respect hers, but if you guys can do it, what do you think? Is there hope? Is there hope? Will you let me know? Florence is refusing to do any media or press for the movie except for the Venice Film Festival premiere. All I'm saying is Olivia Wilde seems like a snake to me. I am very anxious to know what really went on behind the scenes because rumors are swirling that she was awful to work with as a director and everyone hated her. This is my impression of Olivia Wilde asking Shia LaBeouf to do her movie. Shia. Shia, Shia. Thank you. This one's for the 90s kids, so if you're not a 90s kid, keep scrolling. You, of course, remember Danielle Fischel, who played Topanga on Boy Meets World. <laughs> and you know Lance Bass from NSYNC? What? Oh. <laughs> okay. Do you remember they dated for a year in 1999 before Lance famously came out as gay? Nobody's gonna know. Nobody's gonna know. They're gonna know. How would they know? Danielle had Lance on her podcast, Pod Meets World, and announced they are making a movie about this story. Will you watch? I was so nervous to meet this one right here, Danielle, because you know, <laughs> I have the biggest crush on her. <laughs> like, Wait, oh I actually God. we've we've been talking a lot about our our story because um, podcast exclusive Lance and I are actually working on a movie about our 
love story and about our our prom experience oh. for those oh, wow. who don't know i i dated lance for a year about a year um while i was on boy meets world and it was my senior year and lance came with me to my high school prom my calabasas high school prom he was my date he's mentioned that he had a crush on me which i di- i truthfully did not know no going rat. into meeting lance And truly, I saved the best story for last. Mariah Carey epically called out Meghan Markle on her own podcast, Archetypes, this week. The episode is about how the word diva is a dirty word for women. Page Six noted that at one point, Meghan tells Mariah that she doesn't personally connect to the diva persona. And that's when Mariah interrupted, saying, you give us diva moments sometimes, Megan. The singer said, don't act like you don't. Megan gets audibly uncomfortable and says, what kind of diva moments did I give you? And then Mariah clearly picked up on Megan's anxiety and played it off by saying she was just playing. Now, if you are a Mariah fan, you know she never plays. Poor social media manager, Erica. She brought her goldfish crackers to work in a mason jar yesterday because she said that I freaked her out about plastic. Can you relate? Let me propose an idea to you. Now, if Poplitics posted the full episodes each day on YouTube only instead of Instagram, would you like that? And then our Instagram just like stayed social media posts and things like that. Heart and thumbs up our show for you to support us. Drop some clown emojis in the comments for Natalie Portman. Break down your feelings on the Arcade Fire accusations. And if you think the Lance Bass, Danielle Fischl movie will be good. And if you're a Lululemon psycho or you know someone who is, send them this so that they can give their take on what the heck is happening over there. Always, always, always tap the save button to help the episodes and the algorithm. New Poplitics episode tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics, where you can watch the episodes and see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram, too, at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.